Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I'm Erica Zeppa. I'm Brady Stuffel. And I'm Annie Larner. Hey, welcome in everyone. How was your weekend? How's your week? Oh yeah, it was this. I think like this last weekend, I did another played in a tournament again. We did another video game tournament. Oh, nice. Yeah. This is good video game tournament weather. Yeah, it was great video game tournament weather. It's like, well, you couldn't ask for a better, a better weekend for it. Yeah. It's funny because I was saying uh, after we finished, because it's like a, it's sort of an event, like you start at five and then you play until you're sort of booted from it. And uh, it's an eight man bracket and it plays on Saturday, plays on Sunday. You start at five and then it takes until eight or nine or whatever. And then um, it's like, well, everybody's like, okay, go get, go get your intoxicant of your choosing, uh, given the group. And so I was telling my Kelsey saying, Hey, uh, I'm going to go and we're going to get a drink. We're going to hang out, talk about the nice. games and play a different game or whatever. And she's like, Oh, you're going out to the bar after your softball game. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. like, I mean, basically, yeah, we're all going to have, you know, have a drink. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's pretty dirty, but yeah. Nice. So that was, that was fun. And so Brady, uh, you should, you should talk to the guy. You should talk to Shane over at Miko because he's a okay. huge gamer. He was like going off and on about, or going on and on about this game that he was playing for like all night. Oh yeah. So have no idea what it was again, but Shane over at Miko, shout out, you know, the hey, official yeah, cheese cracker of side dish. So yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, send in whatever game you're playing and, and uh, touch base with us on, on video games. I'm the, apparently the resident expert. So how did I've you a, do? How did you do? Like we you... got third in both. Yes. Wow. We, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And it's the, <laughs> It's like the wood tier bracket. There's like, you know, wood and bronze and then silver and gold, platinum. And it's just we're we're in the bottom of the brackets. But we won one, lost one, and then won one again. And the way the brackets work is, you know, you're kicked out, go to relegation. So we took third in both. We took second uh, the last time we did this. So uh, a couple months ago, we did a, another bracket tournament and we took second. So we won. And how many and people are in the field? Like when you say third, how many people? Uh, it's, it's an eight-man bracket. It's an 18 bracket. Oh. So yeah, third to eight. I think you use 8,000s. No, 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 no. I no, mean, no, I'm no, impressed, no. but I, no. I, I, no, yeah. it's fun. It's like you work to coordinate and there's all sorts of stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, but you need five people on the same page willing to show up at the same time and strategize. And yeah, it's, it's a big, the, the game is big money. It's, um, it's an internationally popular thing. And so it's a, it's a whole thing. So we did that this weekend. It's not like the most exciting thing in the world, but hey, and then, you know, you take time, you're like doing scrims and stuff. You're like, let's get our strategy together. And let's try this. And let's set that, that. So it's fun. Yeah. So cool. we did that. And Annie, what about yourself? Like, what'd you do in the weekend or what's going on? Yeah. We went to the Children's Museum down in Denver on oh, Saturday, wow. which yeah. was nice. I haven't been there since I was like a child. It's been many, many years and it was really nice. They've got some really cool stuff there. It's nice to just let your kids run buck wild and literally they can't hurt themselves or cause trouble or break anything and they can touch absolutely everything. It's just so nice to let them be that unhinged for a while. So it was fun. I was very impressed. I mean, later we went and did a volunteer thing. Our family did with a really cool nonprofit in the area called little willows, um, which Eric, I think you've heard of before they do um, these really cool coordinated clothing sets for uh, kids in foster care and other types of care. um, Just trying to respond to like the issue of kids showing up, with trash bags of, you know, clothes that are all out of season and don't fit them. And um, it's just this really neat little nonprofit. So we went and helped get some boxes together and went with the kids. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So how busy was the children's museum? Was it, was it crazy busy or was it 
it, it? It, it was pretty busy, but I think that most parents at this point that bring their kids to this are totally accustomed to just chaos. And it, you can tolerate like a certain level of chaos when you're, again, like I said, you know, it's like going to the park, like just let it go, kid, eat your heart out. And it feels so good to just let them do that. Yeah. But, you know, it was, I mean, there were a lot of people, but everyone's minding their P's and Q's and it wasn't too crazy. I mean, we, it wasn't nuts. That's awesome. Actually, I think it's really, it's really awesome that you're, you went out there, you went to the children's museum. It kind of gives a sense of like things getting back to normal. And so that's. Yeah, that's totally. Cool. It yeah. was great. It was so, yeah. it did feel very normal. They still do the masks, although, you know, the mm-hmm. mandates are lifted everywhere, but at the children's museum, all kids over three have to be masked, but I don't think they limit. Actually, I think they do make you have to do like a you pick a time slot. And so that actually, now that I think about it is part of why it probably wasn't too crazy because this whole thing that came out, which honestly for cultural institutions, I don't mind the time slot thing because it does sort of like monitor how many people are there at once. Um, You just have to plan ahead a little bit, but we got our time slot like one or two days ahead of time. So it was fine. Yeah. Which is great too, because I know you can stand around forever and like, this is a sort of a, a, a big example, but when we went to Paris the last time, we stood in line to get into one of the museums for like two yeah. hours, three hours. And it's like, well, yeah, exactly. and it's like, it's great. But then it's like, well, God, now I've been cooking in the sun and I didn't realize, you know. Yeah. And I know that this is a thing with the parks too, like the national parks. Now you kind of yeah. have to plan ahead and get a spot, which is a little, it has its drawbacks, but it also protects the parks a little bit and yeah. makes it just not overcrowded, which has been a huge problem. So I don't know how they'll phase that in or out as we come out of this pandemic or not, because I know it's been good for the parks and probably other cultural institutions. My, my guess would be that if you can spread that load out over, they probably really like it and think that probably. it's a good, a good thing. And I guess I'd be for it. It, it is hard though. Um, when you have to like reserve your spot so far in advance. Yeah, and, like, you really have to plan, especially people coming like from across the country and mm-hmm. stuff. It's kind of hard. Yeah. So Rocky Mountain is not going to go away with that. So it's going to, mm. you're still going to have to res- register and get a spot. And I don't see that ever changing actually. I think the, yeah. the, the biggest thing that people who live here are probably it lacks in spontaneity. So my wife exactly. and I like to hike a lot. And so for us, it was like, Oh, it's really cool. We can do that this weekend. Oh, we can't find a spot. And so it's kind of, I that's mean, it's the bummer about it. So. I think that like the, the pandemic was the impetus and maybe, you know, I don't know how long it would have taken us to get there anyway, but with the growth of the front range, I think it's just going to be part and parcel of the outdoors and like the user experience it, when you have things that are just that taxed, you have to say like, mm-hmm. look, it's, we, we cannot, it, it is not what it was 10 years ago, 50 years ago. We, we have to do something because if you yeah. have all of these people on top of each other, then they're going to spread out and overcrowd an area or like bleed off into the woods yeah. or like well, do, do damage. And, um, and this just not, I mean, like everybody gets to go there, but then it's just, it's not like a nice thing to do. Anymore. I mean, what are they, what's the line that we've loved our parks to death? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Been, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah, call it on the internet. Was- if you, if you go to a website and you overfill, like somebody posts a link and everybody clicks on it, they call it the hug of death. Because it, like everybody goes at the same time and just squeezes <laughs> the thing out, and it's like it's it's very much in our culture where something all of a sudden is very exciting, and then we ruin it because it's it's new and people want to experience it, right? And uh, people coming out here want that. And you know, when my parents were here a while back, they had to sign up and they had to you know you got to get on early and you got to sign up and go, and then they were able to go up and they were able to do it. But you know, my dad is very very good at that kind of thing. He, he's like, okay, it's, it's five o'clock, I can sign up for the next day. 
you know, at, at five, five o'clock and three seconds, he's on and reserving. And yeah, if you're willing to cool. do that, yeah. uh, you know, you can do it. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. So at five o'clock, they release more tickets and you kind of feel like you're a Southwest airline traveler where you're yep. trying to get, you know, first row boarding or something like that. Or whatever. <laughs> very much and he's, tickets back in the old days. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah. That yeah. too. Yeah. And he's very good at, <laughs> at those types of things. Like he's, I remember him like getting parking spots at work. Like he had a strategy and like, um, doing this sort of stuff for site and then like the Southwest flights is exactly right. Cause you'll get the, <laughs> the deals and he's like, it's going to go on sale today and I'm going to get it early. Um, and if you're, if you're that kind of person that works really well, if you're a spontaneous person who just wants to like right. get in your car, it, it really does like rain on the parade and it's too bad, but it, the reality is we, <laughs> those days are over where, um, yeah. you can just sort of yeah. find a secluded spot. My neighbor across the street and his wife, they moved here years ago. And he actually wrote a book, Todd, I can't remember what his last name was, wrote a book about fly fishing in the, in, on, on the front range. And he, they left um, five years ago to go to Virginia because they said like the things that he enjoyed about the front range were, were disappearing. He couldn't right. just find a spot and be the only person in an area fly fishing anymore. And so he didn't enjoy it. And he said, I'm, you know, I can sell this house. And this was years ago. He could sell it for way more now. But he said, I can sell this house and go buy a house out there and then have the rest and just stick it into retirement. And I get it. Like, I really do, because it's it's so beautiful to attract so many people. But yeah, isn't it weird? There's a, I don't get, want to be so deep here, but it is really funny. We go to the woods to be alone or mm-hmm. be away from people. And usually you see a ton of people. So mm-hmm. but I will say the good news is, is you get a mile in on a trail, just about yep. any trail. And you part with probably 80 to 90%. It's so of the true. Population. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't hear it's so many, so, true. so many fruit bats with their like iPhone or whatever, blasting some yeah. music that just doesn't translate. Well, it's like, yeah. yo, let's go yeah. into nature and, and ruin yeah. like a hundred people's hikes. Yeah. Let's, that's hey, what I'm going to go know, do today. On a related note, did you guys hear about like, there were some interesting like videos shared on social media this weekend after president's day weekend, which is a huge ski weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I think the complaint or the accusation is that Vail Resorts oversold the Epic Passes this year, which go to like a handful of the mountains. They sold some, like last year was like 1.4 million. The year before was under a million. And this year they sold 2.1, I think. And these lines, these videos are like, I kid you not, like a half mile long. Just, I think the one I saw was like getting into Breckenridge on the gondola from peak eight or whatever. Like, like a half mile long this line like it's it's crazy yeah. it's super overcrowded did, right now in the i did resorts. see the line the lines they were there were some pictures yeah. on the internet of that type of thing and i like skiing snowboarding like i enjoy that but that experience is just like why am i here this is not yeah. like it's not such a wonderful experience that i go i want to be elbowing my way down the mountain yeah i mean um, it's a chore to get up there and do it mm-hmm. it's hard it's just like gone are the days speaking of that like where you could just kind of get up and drive up and come down it's just way too much hassle and too I crowded i-70s nuts like you have to go and stay up there yeah so you really, do yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. and like yeah. The, one of the last times we went was and this is sort of tragic like it ruined our experience but also ruined other people's much worse there was the guy who like lost his nut up on i-70 and i think he was crashing into people or shooting people or something like that. And so we were stuck on the interstate for like two hours or three hours, just trying to get up. And, you know, I can complain with somebody probably lost their life and I don't remember all the details, but it's, it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, okay. And it was, it's super bowl weekend and you think it's going to be quiet. And then you're like, all right, it was terrible to get up. It takes forever to get down. You go up, the lines are crazy. And it's like, I don't know, is this really worth all the, the fuss and hassle? 
I'm going to interject real quick because I feel like we're in a downer moment. So I'd like to just <laughs> talk about what's downer. good about living in Longmont. Actually, let's <laughs> yeah. let's talk Fair. about what's good. Reel us back like, in. Yeah, what's it's good? like we're talking about, you know, like, yeah, you don't want to hike here because it's so crowded. <laughs> Life stinks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what's good. Literally what's okay, delicious. What's good? What's good? Do you guys like, do you guys like ice cream? Yeah, yes, of course. Okay, so you can now very soon go get your ice cream on at 600 Longs Peak, which is the Roosevelt Park building where Longs Peak Pub is because Sweet gonna, Cow is moving my, in. Yes, you spoiled my news. <laughs> I told you I couldn't say that one. Yeah, Sweet Cow. Oh, Sorry, really? I stepped that on your the... lead. Sorry, yeah, Sweet Cow is the one that I didn't want to say. This was weeks ago. I am oh. excited about this so much yeah. because Sweet Cow is so cool. It's an awesome I know. Place. It's super yeah. good. They just crush it. They've been like expanding like crazy yeah. for like 10 years. It's awesome. So for me, the perfect compliment to that, because they're only going to take part of the space. So it'd be really neat if this is the old bin 46 space if people remember. Oh, that. okay. But, yeah. So for me, it'd be like, you know, ice cream for the kids on one side. And then I'll just have wine and drinks at a tapas bar next door. I mean, that well, would be perfect. Just, for me. just yeah. pay attention. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll never know what, what you, might pop what up. What do you in got that. in your eye, Annie? Exactly. Uh-huh. What do you got in your eye? <laughs> yes, I also heard that there's another music venue possibly coming to South Longmont. So, like uh, in the old, I want to call it Dave and Buster's light space, you know, down south. What was that place called? Oh, uh, that wild game place? Yes, thank oh, you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there might be some live music or something, a venue. Like a venue? Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah. Okay. When you said All south, right. I was thinking like way down by Quail and the, you know, down by Prospect, not not over there. But is it like only southwest to you where that yeah, is? Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just think of like central, like where I am, and then I just get on Hover and go south. So to me, it's like I'm not going yeah, I guess, west, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't south know. on Hover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's 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 all exciting. I would love to see a little bit more. Um, yeah, like the Bin Forty Six building, that type of stuff. What I thought Germany really slammed uh, that it was awesome was outside of the parks, and this is I'm bringing this up because I thought this was really cool, and I, it, I wish that we had this type of thing in the states. You have a park like Roosevelt Park, and then they would have, I don't know if it was like a municipal thing, but you could sort of get food and snacks and hot drinks and even beer. Oh, yeah. And you, you could yeah. just sit there at some picnic tables and stuff. And I thought that was always really awesome because then you're in the park and it's sort of this really tiny footprint, non-obtrusive, but there's a dozen uh, picnic tables or something. I always thought that that was really cool. So um, I'm, I'm happy to see that there's kind of a place close by, a couple of places close by because you've got yeah, be Luna across the street and and whatever where you can, you can pick something up and sort of mosey. And Annie, what do, you, do you have any time frame on when you think that's coming or when you hear, hear that's coming? I, th- I hear they're starting their demo and like we're breaking ground, if you will, on all the reno stuff tomorrow. Oh, nice. Oh, Fantastic. Cool. That'd be cool. So I don't know when they're planning to open, but it'll just take a little time to work quick. on that. So just in time for yeah. spring. Yeah. They're, awesome. Exactly. I'm sure they're targeting the summer. All of our listeners know, or some of them know, that it's so warm here right now. So it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like it's balmy. hard to think about ice cream right now. Like my toes are cold. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I just heard some wonderful news. My day has been a little interesting today, but I heard some great news that uh, Nothing Bunt Cakes sent me a little message today and said, I was the winner of a Bunt Cake. So isn't that exciting? That's really Ooh, cool. Oh, why did you win a Bunt Cake? Like you, random? Because I dropped in. Yeah, I just like dropped a, a little note in there on their fishbowl. And yeah, I was selected. Ta-da! Oh, my gosh. Wow. What kind are you gonna get? What kind are you getting for? Well, I'm a lemon. I'm a lemon citrus mm. kind nice. of person. So, yes. Yeah, nice. I'm into. I'm into that. You know, I don't really do the chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, I, really like, I like the red velvet the best. It's I don't so like good. chocolate. I don't get it. I don't get red velvet either. I don't get it. <gasps> 
It's no. a red cake that tastes like chocolate. I don't get it. No, it's so good. <laughs> it is. It's, it's like, a red flavored dyed. It's a dyed cake that tastes yeah. like chocolate. I don't it's get very, it. It's very like, it's but very dated. It doesn't dated taste like chocolate. Say. It's not as cocoa. It's, it's more, it's hard to describe. It doesn't taste the, like chocolate. The red dye number five. Is that what it is? Or what is it? <laughs> Did they make that out of bugs or something? I thought that they made that out of like. Like some colorant that they, yeah, you get out of bugs. You can get a red food dye. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, there's a natural dye bugs. for it. So I'm just oh, joking. Okay, of course, right. red dye number five was my, you know, like when I was growing up, that's what we ate. You know, I was like, cool, let's eat that. Yeah. No, we but, probably oh, still so eat good. it. Yeah. I think it's just the cream cheese frosting. Like I could dip anything oh, yeah. and eat it yeah. all day. It's so I mean, I, I, yeah, I got to say, I love a cream cheese frosting. When I was, when I was eating gluten, I liked lemon poppy seed, like yes. bread, which yes. is basically a bun cake. Um, that was good. So I oh, like boom. the citrusy. Yeah. Abunt. yeah, Abunt. super good. So is um real quickly though, are you all in on chocolate? Are you all chocolate lovers? Or yeah, am I just absolutely. Mistaken? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of squinching her I, face. The, here I don't know. Bit. I'm not against chocolate. I like chocolate. We are, my favorite chocolate is this alter eco chocolate. Just stop yeah. eating every chocolate you've ever had and, and go get alter eco. It's, all it's right. the best. And they make, and normally I like milk, uh, dark chocolate, but they make a milk chocolate that's like out of this cow's milk chocolate that's so good. It's out of this world. And we buy, we order these by the case on, and they're not cheap. We, they're my favorite to have up in the cabinet. And you just need a little bit, just a few squares. So that's my, that's my little talk, chocolate. Picture, like you said, alter, alter, alter ego. I know. Alter eco, right? So I picture so like, can... a, like a, a zebra or a lion on the front <laughs> or something like that. Is that. Kind of. I mean, it's got the, you know, rainforesty like look or something. I imagine branding. more of the hemp It's not that oil. like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a French company, but they make like the, it's, there's none of the soy lecithin in it, which is like what makes right. chocolate to me. So waxy, this like yeah. lacks that so yeah. smooth. It's Let's really check it good. out. It's cool. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, apparently uh bootstrap brewing is releasing a, a dill pickle beer. That's funny. I had a dill pickle salad for lunch and I feel like I'm still eating it. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> it I do like a dill pickle. You. Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> That's interesting for beer. I just, these experiments, yeah. like we talked about last week, I don't know. Yeah. I can't. So, no, I mean, you need to get some really good salted pretzels with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. That'd be a bit of overload. Awesome. I don't know. Like salty, salty. Do you think that the salt, do you think the pickle beer is going to taste like salt or salt? I don't know. Well, or... it can't be too salty because it'll ruin the yeast. Like the yeah. yeast won't propagate. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know That's what it'll cool. taste like. I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to get your guys's reports. So that one's off limits to me, but yeah, I would try it, you know, and if it's good, go nuts. But there was, there was a beer from the, the brewery in my hometown. I can't even think of what it was called, but it tasted like, like beer mixed with Turkey dinner. And everybody's like, it's so good. And I'm like, this is disgusting. Some Willy Wonka beer. That's yeah. Terrible. And you're like, no, I love it. It's got like, I don't know what it had in it, but it's like, it's got like rosemary and thyme in this stuff. It's like Turkey gravy and beer. Also. Yeah. But that's like Willy Wonka gone wrong. Annie. that's just like his evil brother or something. <laughs> right. There's a lot of that stuff you know? these days <laughs> yeah. where they're just like, yeah. let's, let's see what sticks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, have we, speaking of liquor producers, talked about Copper Copper Sky Distillery and how they're expanding? Just Did briefly, but yeah, before? we haven't we haven't talked about their expansion. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. no, I don't know that much about it. I'm kind of yeah. curious if you guys do. They, I mean, they know they're moving out of their space over there on Colorado Avenue and mm-hmm. going to a spot next to Wibby right there. Yeah. Mm. They've yeah. got this, like, I think it's south of Whibby and totally renovating. Indeed, that's that's got to be that industrial area. That's, that's yeah. a heck yeah. of a spot to be yeah. right now. Um, like five, 10 years ago, I was talking with a guy who was looking into buying a business or starting a business. And we were talking about Boston Avenue being this up and coming area. 
And it's like, yeah, somewhere in Boston, like where left hands at or all of that construction happening right in that area where yeah, it's that you know, whole like path of development. Yeah. And, steam, and like you can have like all these steam and sugar mill young, area. you know, upwardly mobile, whatever the, the yuppie young upwardly mobile. Um you can have like that sort of happening, a bunch of hipsters showing up drinking. Yeah, I mean you know. that whole like area out towards the sugar mill that they're gonna be redeveloping yeah. over the next couple of decades is not like no single families planned for. It. And I know we've talked about it a little bit here, but it's all gonna be townhomes and and they expect it to be mostly like non-traditional houses with like so dinks, snow kids, and yep. aging households um to be out there who have time and money to I mean, not that. Whatever. For anybody who doesn't know what it is, but you it's know dual what income, no kids. So oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> double income, no kids. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they're expecting like all of that to be filled yeah. with those types of residents who like, yeah, yeah go to the breweries and go do all that stuff. Although yep. there's plenty of kids at breweries these days. <laughs> yeah, it has <laughs> become very much exclude a families. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's so funny. Like breweries that like build out like playgrounds and you know things to occupy your children while you yeah. have beer. Don't get sloppy, so parents. Your, your kids yeah. are fine. They're fenced in. Everything's rubbered <laughs> off. And then the brew, the brew hops coming by to drive you home. So exactly. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I, so that's exciting. And I also, let's see a little bit of news too, like kind of local about uh, the Callahan house, the yep. uh, long yeah. approving the renovation for the Callahan house, which I think is great because it's sorely needed. I don't know if so you've what, ever, have you all been, ever been over there? I think I've been there. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. But I'm yeah. curious, what are, did you read what the specific upgrades would be or updates or whatever? I do not specifically know, but you know, that's where people count on us to give them no information whatsoever. Longmont so. approves grant funding <laughs> Callahan house repairs, yeah. restorations to Longmont's yeah. historic Callahan house could start this year, city council said. Uh, uh, yeah, I was just wondering if it's like foundation and stuff that you just can't really see that they desperately need. And I don't know. I am efforting to see if I can find the story real quick. A couple of said the money will help call, restore so curved leaded glass window in the library to its original condition. Mm. Pieces of the glass are loose. Um, inside the house is going to be prettier. So we can actually look nice. out the windows. Uh, money oh. will be used to repair exterior woodwork, repaint the house. And auto house after an analysis of determines. Oh, I can't imagine what it costs to repaint that a house like that. Yeah, so well, it's mostly intense. brick. But or flagstone brick. actually. So is the yeah. flagstone? Does that get some sort of like I don't know treatment? Or treatment? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. Probably. yeah, it probably is really specialized. I really hope that you know. For me personally, I really yeah, it's all flagstone. Um, just some trim on the outside, but I would say that, you know, what I really hope is they get rid of the eighties decor inside. Um, so that's really what I'm hoping <laughs> Why, for. Eric? So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've been there for a few birthday parties, like a wedding reception and, you know, it's an awesome grounds and everything. Yeah. But just the inside is yeah. like, eh, yeah. A little stuffy. Uh, no, just a little, you know, dark hunter greenish, you know, <laughs> pastel-y wallpaper from the eighties, you know, 1984, <laughs> you know, which is great, but they yeah. just need to embrace like any sort of period, like anything, you know, yeah. which brings up, have you guys, I need to go check out this, um, house. So, you know, the St. Vrain venue, the wedding yeah. venue or event venue, they right bought the that. Callahan house, yeah. yeah. And then they bought the house on Terry. Um, that's right next to the Alberg um, funeral chapel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That big. It was. It's huge. Yeah. And nice, like big, like maybe kind of one in yeah. from third. Yeah. And yeah. so I think they bought it to use it as part of the wedding, the wedding venue for like a bridal suite or like maybe dinners for. Um, they know, they bought the one that rehearsal dinner the tea house. Am I in the right area? 
that thing? No, I don't no. think it was. So it's between, it had like a yeah, third and fourth on Terry, basically. Yeah, like closer to third, west like side. maybe even like one house in on it the is. west side. So yeah. there's the opti- op- there's the optical place like on the corner of third and Terry, yeah. and then it's exactly like two, and then it's maybe like, two lots. Yeah, in. Okay. yeah. something like that. Yeah. Huge and neat and a lot of original stuff in it. And then but they took it and then these guys, as we all know from the same vein, how gorgeous it is, are amazing renovators and just built out the heck out of it and have turned it into like a place where you can almost an inn where like the bride can stay or bride family or like, but also use it for anyway. Um, from the pictures I've seen, it's unbelievable. Like so cool in there. It just did really fun stuff with the fireplace and just like saved this house, you know, and that's a, as an alternative to like cities and historical societies and stuff, running these old cool houses. Mm-hmm. I think that was a nice way to make sure a house like this was like honored and moved forward. That is cool. That also reminds me when I was walking <laughs> nearby uh, Martini's, the old B&B that was just to the south, uh, right adjacent to yeah, Martini's. I have some friends like that had a wedding just there. totally being blown up and like expanded. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, I don't cool. know if they're turning it into say what apartments was that called? or uh, a Thompson house. Oh. Was it Thompson House? Something like that. But it was a B and B operation, and mm-hmm. you know, and so yeah. I mean, the the sign is down, so they didn't, you know, certainly not a B and B anymore, or else they are renovating and taking the time to to renovate it. And we will effort on that to get some some hmm. worthy awesome. news for. But I, I did notice <laughs> that that grand expansion is just huge. So I don't know. But I think cool. the I think the B and B industry is is a little stressed. I would guess right now, anyway. So. Mm. Yeah, people are, I think, pretty eager to get back to doing that type of thing. Yeah, but Airbnb and Virgo. Yeah, you mean just in just in general, between a hotel and like a privately held short-term rental? Yeah, there was a place on Kimbark that used to be in B and B, and then the owners said that they actually stopped doing the B part. They would actually Mm. just have boarding, but they didn't have a breakfast anymore. Mm -hmm. Because they were like, Well, there's just so many options and Lucille's down the street. So yeah. Yep. Stay here. Yeah, and, and it's. I mean, it's the Airbnb thing is a. It's a big, big topic for again for another time. But like, it does have impacts on housing prices, hotel utilization, and then Absolutely. we had somebody from the city or no from was Visit Longmont on Visit talking Longmont, about yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about how hotel revenues if hotel revenues are down, that's taxed, and then that tax is then used for things. And if Airbnb isn't having a a similar tax than that revenue is revenue shortfall. Well, yeah, but but if you remember, Brady, Longmont actually does have there is a mechanism to to do something with Airbnb with the pillow tax, as they call it. So that's mm-hmm. the tax that we get for promoting Longmont. That's based on people staying here. You know, yeah, and you get to get the license and yeah, yeah. yeah and I know that they have restrictions on how many can exist in on yeah. I don't know if it's single side of a city block or honest a city. And you got like itself. live in town and other yeah. things. Yeah. But your point is valid though. Like in some of the you know major cities across the the world, people are really struggling with that. Like you have a downtown that's just totally dead because yep. you have so many people just coming in and using the Airbnb, but yep. not mm. living there. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, I got something. So I have some people that have been asking about three three fifty six Main. So this is this building that um, there's. J- not Jensen. There's the other guitar. 
guitar. Oh yeah, Todd's guitars, etc. Todd's guitar, yeah, yeah. Nope, sorry, Jensen. It is Jensen. So Todd's guitars, <laughs> etc. I always get yeah. confused. It's right next to the Breezeway between Third and Fourth on Main Street mm-hmm. on the yep. east side, and then there's Jensen Guitar, and then mm-hmm. the building right next door has been like shut down for ever and empty. And what are they doing? But I not too much information, but it sounds like they're just doing a full renovation of the whole building. So whoever bought these properties oh, together, yeah. they bought them. And so Jensen's the remaining tenant there. And then next door, they're just totally chain full renovation, like making bathrooms, ADA compliant, adding an elevator, gutting the second story. They're changing the facade like tons. And so it's going to be probably a few years before we see someone like come in there, like in terms of businesses, but it's getting a nice. I think nice that was years. briefly, years. Wow. briefly. I think that was a, uh, a gallery, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, it was a gallery and it was actually an existing arts and culture organization that really doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Now and there's Walnut, so it's a pretty neat place. I don't know that it'll be years, but just based on the amount of like, and just the s- supply and problems with everything, it's just going to be a minute for sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's absolutely. that's cool. I love seeing the renovations happening on Main Street with those buildings. Agreed. That's just, agreed. That's awesome. Really cool. Now, but the the real true test, though, is do you have any intel on Windhills? I mean, you know, that's really- No, still nothing. I mean, oh, this is really upsetting. Like, still. It makes me sad. I feel like I need to have a GoFundMe or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that on out. that like, note, you know. when is the other donut shop opening? What, oh, do, the so landline? landline. Yeah. Landline was looking at March and I'll contact her. You know, and she is listening right now. Side dish longmont at gmail.com. Reach back out to me and let me know. Yeah. We'd love to know. Launch date because they had actually delayed it a little bit more because of the, some of their renovation issues mm. as well. But um, because again, Wait. contractors and supplies yep. and everything yeah, right mess. now. So I think it was May is what I remember. Well, uh, downtown Longmont just has a really big donut hole. Yeah. Oh, oh. Did you get that? Did you get oh, that one? Man. Yeah, sort of. Oh, <laughs> man. But, um, Annie, hey, I want to give you a shout out because um, Anne over at the Longmont Museum reached out to you and said, hey, thanks so much to Annie for uh, talking about the Longmont Museum summer camp. If you have a chance to be willing to let folks know, we have scholarships for camp and discovery days, early childhood program. The, that's the I early all those scholarships. Program. That's really cool. Applications are submitted on our website. We use the MIT living wage calculator to determine eligibility, much more inclusive than free and reduced price lunch eligibility. So if you are, if you know of someone who actually could reduce, could use the free and reduced, or I shouldn't say free and reduced, but use the scholarship program to get their kids into a summer activity, certainly look at the Longmont Museum Summer Camp website and you can fill out that application. So anyway, speaking of, um, the Longmont leader was talking about how summer is on the way and camps are beginning enrollment already. Um, So there's a whole bunch on here. So if you're into that kind of thing, um, Sunflower Farms, uh, day camps, uh, out Boulder has something able to sail and Ruth Lehman, YMCA robotics, summer camps, Mohos music. There's a bunch, um, you know, go start signing up, get, get in enrolling. If you don't want to see your kids in the summer or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of like, we've agreed that we're doing just like the most free play summer uh, that we can possibly do and peace yeah. and love to use Eric's term to everybody doing camps. I think that's awesome, but we're just, I'm just, we're going full unorganized free play, maybe we'll do a few things some travel, but like not even our school has project launch, which is really cool. It's like summer school and they do a lot of really cool extracurricular stuff and really focus on like art and projects nice, and stuff. Nice. And it's awesome. Like we did it last year. It was all about it. But even that I'm like, Nope, we're just, I just remember, hiking. So been- we're going outside. 
free play. I have to ask you too, we had to kind of piecemeal things too back when our kids were little. Do you still feel like you have to piecemeal things? Because we used to be able to like, we could send like Dawson, you know, Alexander Dawson would have some cool summer activities. Yeah, like they still do. When Jacob mm-hmm. was into baseball and we'd send him there for a while. And mm-hmm. then his, his sister would be mad because she didn't get a chance to go there back when she was younger. But anyway, um, sorry, Maddie. Um, but anyway, so then, you know, that would go for like a few weeks and you have to find something else and then you have to find something else. Maybe it's an art camp. Yeah. No, that's kind of how it is still. Okay. I think that's kind of how it is. That's why everybody starts like planning, like, like they're saying sign up now. You're like, okay, this week of July. And then this one, this one, you just put it all together. Yeah. I feel like, like my growing up, there was a couple of times where I remember being like forced to play T-ball, which I loathed or like some other, I, I don't know. I, I had a different skill set. You know. <laughs> enrolled me in choir earlier. They didn't um, have game tournaments for you in the No, I was yeah. like super into music and like arts and stuff. And they're like, you should play. You got to pick a sport. What do you want? Yeah, do? That, it has yeah. expanded. I feel like there's a lot of good art and alternative stuff now yeah. too, which is nice. It's, I do agree with that. Sports. I mean, like when I was growing up, it was like you know there were only like three sports too. Right. And you couldn't right. do yeah. anything outside of those seasons. Yeah. And if you yeah, the really other that kid your age, you weren't doing anything. So the other kid your age on the block is like your friend. Go find your friend and go do something. Yes. Get out of my house. Exactly. No, pretty much we would we would go light things on fire or we would throw rocks at things, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad that we have a common experience in that. One of the woods. It's like uh, I should have worn wearing shoes. Uh, no, peace um, and love. I'm not talking about lighting structures or harming anyone. It was like we'd go out and shoot rubber bands at each other, or you know, yeah. grab a Nerf ball and drench it with water and throw it at Any, each other. I was other, gonna say anything you know, with water. Anything you know, stupid just water. that we were just trying to do, you know, trying to kind of skirt, you know, being really totally into trouble, but just doing some. Yeah, generally biking around well. without yeah. helmets and. Yeah. No, you cut do. off shorts. So you got yeah, your jeans and you shorts. Cut, your, cut your shorts and you had shorts for the summer too. Yeah, back then. <laughs> I didn't um, buy these shorts. You got pants that were exactly. Well, we're not gonna exactly. fit in shorts. Well, yeah. I'm gonna fit a lot better as, as and shorts. And now we pants. all have jorts, you know, jorts. You gotta have jorts. So um <laughs> all right. So do want to mention too again the Boulder International Film Festival because I didn't have the dates for Longmont last time, and it's Friday, March 4th. Through Sunday, March 6th. So the Lama Museum is also doing that and hosting that. And the International Film Festival is pretty renowned within the country. And then, of course, Longmont is having their own little piece of the pie. And they have an opening reception at 5 p.m. And you can find out all about the tickets at biff1.com um, slash Longmont. So anyway, if it's such a bad yours. name for anything. Biff, um, I know. Like porta, back porta future, potty, you know. yeah, porta potty uh, film thing. Yeah, it's all yeah. just like okay, yeah. well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hey, I saw they uh, they're planning to bring back this summer Rogers. They call it the Rogers Grove Music Festival. Oh, is that not yeah. just rhythm on the river? What is that? Yes, exactly. I always think it's like did they bake. rebrand? It's bake by the lake is what it should be, but because um, <laughs> it's always like 110 degrees. Oh, I thought you were talking it's about scored. I thought you were talking about <laughs> yes. something else. Actually, there. you know what? Double entendre. Actually, I should have gone <laughs> smoking with bowls. Yeah, yeah, smoking bowls and baked by the lake. Baked by the lake is what it yeah, should that's, be. Yeah. That's what I was like. Wow, Eric. No. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's always so hot, though. He's so yeah. right. It's oh. just like the hottest. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like what? But that's Rhythm on the River, right? I thought they'd stop doing that. And they said, we're not doing that again. But apparently it's making a comeback. So. Rogers Grove Music Festival. Are you? Do you guys make a point to get out for that? <laughs> you know, I've really gone down bad, a couple of times and it's been I like, a, eh. 
bad confession to make. I'm probably okay. really in the minority. I'll get blasted for Let, this. But let's I go, just Mr. really don't like live music unless it's an original act. And so oh, you like all the cover stuff? Yeah, I just don't want to see yeah, somebody no, I do can, like I can Motley Crue covers. No, I, I can just, totally I mean, see that. Motley it's kind of exactly. funny, but I'm not doing it. You know, I'm and not, the stuff that's like ripe know. for covering is always just like super classic rock. It's yeah. kind of like the same yeah. genre, the just the go get beers and jam around. I know yeah. it's funny. We actually went to this thing like a few years ago and, and we didn't stay very long. Because I remember going as a kid and it was yeah. kind of fun and yeah. we went a few years ago and it felt, yeah. So they're always doing some CCR or some Crosby, <laughs> yeah. Stills, Nash. You know, and, and to me, that's my beef. And Brady's heard me rant about this, about the farmer's market. Yeah, yeah, Could yeah. we just get some R&B, some song? something a little alternative no it always has to let's harken back to the 60s and bring back Pretty crosby stills nash and young you know so yeah or like a lot of folk stuff yeah yeah it's true yeah it's like all okay right, great right. yeah so there's my rant well know, if man. they're out there listening boulder county farmer's market eric exactly. would like to see some variety <laughs> i wonder yeah side dish along at gmail.com yeah, there you go yeah. i wonder what they would do if you like actually did that would they get strongly worded letters like this doesn't represent the barefoot free spirit lifestyle that I want. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Well, I mean, you know, it'd be funny to like even have some eighties cover groups at the farmer's market. I think that'd be hysterical just yeah. for funny. It would just Flock be of funny seagulls and people would be wandering around getting, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables and going, why am I hearing Rick Astley or like some really weird, you know, wham yeah. covers? Like that. I mean, <laughs> it's so, hysterical. But yeah. Eric, did, I know there's stuff in town that has like, there's some guitarists and some um, oh, yeah. no, I'm like jazz groups and stuff. Where do you like to go hear your kind of live music in town? If at all. <laughs> Nowhere. Eric doesn't. Eric says none. None. <laughs> I gotta no, say, I mean, like, so, I love so you're pretty excited about I this just, music venue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I just. I, like I said, I'm weird. I, I actually love music. I, I am so crazy about music. In fact, my playlists are so eclectic and bizarre that my wife often comments like, what the heck are you listening to now? Like all the time. <laughs> yeah. Just but I just don't listening really... to us, Eric's got a record player. Like, yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, right I wait now. the day when Charlie Wilson will come to town, but he won't come to town because we, <laughs> we don't, not a lot of people like R&B. So in Colorado, so you're not going to see Charlie Wilson. Anytime, so. how, how about choral, choral classical music? How about that, Eric? I've, I think that's pretty cool. I will say <laughs> that I am. It's a good segue. I'm going to see the Fisk Singers oh, this nice. Sunday. Nice. At, at Maggie. So that's that to me is cool. I like that's, that sort that's, of stuff. That's so, awesome. But again, mm-hmm. I just don't want to see a cover band do, you know, like Journey songs. I, yeah, I, I find entertainment in it. Like it's funny yeah. for a while, but then I don't yeah. want to sit there listening to it all that much. And, like the problem that I have is when I, I go out, I usually like to be with the people that I'm with. Yeah, I'd like I don't really care if it's at a bar or at my house or whatever. But Brady, do they want to be with you? No, it's seldom. <laughs> That's why I don't ever have anybody here. I invited you over. You're like, yeah, it's fine. Let's go to a coffee shop. So did I you guys? Go out did, but like, wait, wait, finish your wait. Finish well, yeah, your story, the, the thing Brady. is, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out, a lot of live music venues are so loud that it's like, yes. great. I need earplugs to sit at the table. There's like, I'm never gonna be talking to the person in the room. And so, yeah, it's cool to go to the roost or, you know, any of the other places that are nearby and listen to something, but it's like, right. I can't be like, Right. Brady is covering his mouth right now to do it. Amplify <laughs> and if back. you, uh, yeah. It, yeah, the point I think is not to socialize in those settings. Well, and the thing is like, I, that's why I go out is to be with other people or like, if I'm going to go to a big act of somebody that I like, it's typically, you know. It's it's an event, you know. If I'm going to go see a band with a friend or something, then it's like, yeah, you're not you're not talking at that, but 
that's a whole other thing that if I'm meeting up with people to, to socialize, cause it's just, it's just like, I'm going to sit here, uh, have my, have my hearing like eroded, just slowly sand it off and then like go <laughs> home. And think, well, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it really is kind of, you know, you want the music there in some ways, but you want it as background. And that's really yeah. kind of demeaning to the artist, obviously. Well, I, I mean, it's, maybe it's a little like, you know, like, a passe or something, but like go to the cheese importers and they do like sort of the jazz in the corner type thing. Yeah. Great. I love that. Just nice ambiance. Or like we went to a piano bar once and it's just like dudes, like an exceptional musician just playing his heart out and it's really nice. And it just makes you feel okay about dumping 50 bucks into a bottle of wine. <laughs> but you know, you know, Brady, nobody puts jazz in a corner. <laughs> look it up people look it up the reference yeah it's a funny inside joke anyway well um, if your joke needs to be explained eric how good is it <laughs> no it's good for some people who understand of a certain age you guys are just too young to understand that so I'll have to look um, i think that it's fair to say that longmont's live music scene is a little lacking really oh my gosh you're gonna blast him now not oh, lacking wow. but i i would say you know it's a little heavy on the like classic rock cover bands like honestly yeah. like i think it i, I think that i think I've this is just this a, internally but this is just putting words to it this reality about longmont. i think this is really, really just true. indicative of of longmont in general because yeah i do too if, if totally. you want to go back to like the subreddit and how they put it's these eric's everything on blast if people ask like what do you do at longmont at night it's like you go home and go to bed because right like, it's specifically like, not kids. a college town that can have a bunch of jazz bars yeah, or whatever. People I mean, it's... move here for like a yard, raise kids. I mean, less and less now, but that's that's a big part of Longmont's history. And so you go, no, you, you go to Boulder, you go to Denver or something. You don't, you don't go to. They're like, well, everything shuts at nine o'clock, and like, yeah, that's just the way Longmont yeah. works. You know, you want to go to Left Hand or, or Wibby or something. I'm sure you could get entertainment but well we'll have to bring the whoever's in charge of this potential new music venue yes. on to see what they are hoping to bring to longmont great idea and you know i have a friend of mine who just loves live music just you know just a huge fan and just absolutely loves to wander not not wander but but go along the front range and follow some bands and that sort of thing and you know i admire that i mean again peace and love i just don't really necessarily get it because for me it's all about dancing and i can't dance to journey you know don't stop <laughs> I can, but it looked kind of wonky. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, this is um, the comment I wanted to make about Journey. Have yeah. you guys followed how they got that new, this is not Longmont, but the new um, lead singer for Journey in the last few years or whatever? He was yeah. on the New Year's, and I finally saw him live. It was amazing. The, you know, they yeah. looked forever for a replacement of the vocals for Journey, which are almost impossible because the vocals are so gotcha. completely unique and difficult. And they found this guy through I think, like YouTube. He sounds like Steve yeah. Yeah. he's And he's Filipino. And they yeah. found him via YouTube and he sounds just like him. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like so sharp. He's like the hugest fan, like sang it and like yeah. all the bars and stuff yeah. growing up and they discovered. And he's on like worldwide tour with them all the time now. I know. It's, it's really it's cool. so cool. It's very, very It was cool. impressive. Yeah. So real quickly, I have to ask you, first concert, worst concert. First concert, worst concert. <laughs> uh, I went to ZZ, ZZ Top was a, the first concert I ever went to and easily the, the worst band I've ever heard in person. ZZ Top was <laughs> awesome, by the way. Uh, the worst band I ever heard in person was an opening act. Oh, and it's it's between Snake River Conspiracy or Children's Hour. Both are hot trash. <laughs> 
And um, what did they do? I've never even heard. Oh God! The one was like a metal band wannabe local act that opened yeah, for okay. I think a Perfect Circle, which was a great show. Again, Maynard James Keenan. Um, <clears throat> all of his acts are are great. Uh, but they they were I I can't imagine they're still doing it. And Children's Hour opened for I think it was Swan, uh, which was Billy Corgan's offshoot band after the Smashing Pumpkins broke up. And like they had like three harps. I don't know what was going on. And it was like two like less than skilled musicians, one on a harp and one was rotating between like the xylophone and like, you know, hitting a, a box with a like a stick or something. It was just like pseudo atonal waffling <laughs> sort of like female crooner thing. And it was just it's like, wow, you we have got to get through this. <laughs> um and just get to the, the got to grow, yeah so yeah. annie annie oh man okay i am not gonna be able to remember the first concert i went to because i oh, just came in. no i'm you serious like really they run when it well i'll tell you like one of the earliest i can remember but i feel like it all runs together when i started kind of going to concerts in high school but there was this band called <laughs> it's funny to even say it dashboard confessional oh i know dashboard yeah i think this was my first concert down in denver and it's just this like rock high school rock kind of like rock i don't know they very very high school the songs and the love story oh yeah, they, yeah it's nice. very syrupy teenage love yeah. i used totally. to love dashboard no exactly was that re- it wasn't red rocks was it or was it no else? no it was yeah. something like the ogden or bluebird or something yeah. like that down yeah. in very yeah. went on a date in high school and went to that and then i think the worst might have been a re- fairly recent concert my husband and i went to at red rocks we went and saw the national and I didn't know much about the national before I went. And yeah. so we just, we just met some friends from out of town and guys, this was just, it just wasn't good. It just, I, this guy, he's a bass singer. I don't understand how he, yeah. le- how a bass like leads. It was just like, everything so, ended up so monotone to me and people in the like crowd were like yeah. crying. They were like tears yeah. streaming down their oh face. Like they were being, it was a spiritual experience and we're looking around going, yeah. what are we missing? I don't people understand. Think that, this isn't that good. And we yeah. left early. A oh, Red so Rock show. We left early. This is going to be like a, a music, like breakdown hour now. Cause we could go on. To the, I've heard the national and whatever comes on, it's like, just play a dirge. Where, yeah. Where's the procession? Totally. Like, yeah. let's move totally. on with it. it. Like, just, it and this comes up. from somebody who really laments the fact that I can't sing lead because my my voice is too low. I just, <laughs> I and I'm just I like, know. God, I if wish that I didn't. Someone. I, I, falsetto. That, I mean, I sing in falsetto all the time. I, mean, I do, on. but it sounds like yeah, I'm being strangled. And <laughs> so, no, but it's like, I, I can hit the tenor notes, sure, but it doesn't sound good. I, I've, I've taped myself and listened back to it and gone, <laughs> I shouldn't be doing Billy Joel. Like I just, no thanks. Beautiful. I'll play it on the guitar. Complex. Like, great. It's awesome because you learn something when you're playing it. I can sing it. It sounds abysmal. Even when I can hit the notes, it sounds like somebody's got me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tenors, ten, yeah. So, but no, and, I, and yeah. The, the national, I'm just like, God, turn it off. Is this a different song? Because it's just, it's just you play something, good. it goes, oh, we'll bet you like the national. And yeah, it plays yeah, yeah. a song, and I'm like, skip. And then two more songs later, it's like, I bet you want another national song, right? It's like totally. Is this the I song didn't get it. Played? My gosh, I have to check it out now. So you oh, know, so that, Eric, do, you're not you going to get away with not answering I am. this question. I'm not no, no, question no, no, right no, 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 no. Excuse we, me. We've actually what? just run out of time. We've gone yeah, oh, whatever. So. The national really just sounds like next a guy time. complaining. If you want to know what Eric's best and first and worst were, hit us up at Cyber you know, There is no way I would put it out for a for a contest. Nobody would ever get my first concert ever. 
Well, I don't Except think for Lori, whose husband Kevin listens to this, Lori was at that concert with me. It was at midnight, and a group of us went to a midnight concert at the Rainbow Music Hall. Some of the old timers might remember what that was. It was an awesome venue in Denver. And Kevin or other people might be able to guess if they talked to Lori. Um, Anyway. Lori, write us. Write us. We need to know. <laughs> it all goes through there. I'll definitely We're tell you, worst, I, should, I should have just said worst concert, best concert. One was Yanni. The second one was John Tesh. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks to Andy Epler for our intro music. Say Thanks to Dave Cutter for our outro music. Um, thanks to the co-hosts, Brady and Annie, for joining me in this wonderful escapade and for bringing us out of this down moment and thinking about all the things we can't do. <laughs> let's think about all the bun cakes we can't eat and looking forward to Longmont Baked, you know, by the lake. <laughs> thank you, guys. I, I would be sad if they don't go without David in the future. Uh, thank you, Eric. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.